0: Um, UMGoBlue.com. By fans. For fans. Since 1999. Hello. Welcome to this edition of the um, UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with...
1: Andy Anderson.
0: Welcome to this edition of the podcast. Here we have some good news, some genuine good news. Shea Patterson has been approved by the NCAA to be eligible immediately which means that uh, all the time that Michigan spent giving him reps in practice is not going to go to waste. Andy, what do you think about uh, the NCAA and and their uh, process of getting Shea finally uh, approved to play for Michigan?
1: Well, I was really happy about it. I think it's a good thing for the University of Michigan. I think the kid is a talent. If he's a kid, he he, uh, certainly... uh, uh, Looks older than the other guys that they got uh, at the position, competing at the position. But I think it's all good. I, I don't see any downside to it. I don't know whether he'll turn out to be as great as they think he will. It's quite possible that he will. But at least it's going to change the water on the minis at the Michigan quarterback position and give the other three some competition that they'll have to strive hard to get by him. I know it's still going to be a competition. Everybody will work hard. But it kind of looks like he's in the driver's seat right now. And I think that's a good thing. Going to enjoy watching him. Going to be happy to see what he can do. Although we aren't going to see it until September. What is it, first that they have their first game on Notre Dame?
0: Yep, Notre Dame. He's going he's gonna to get the big stage down in South Bend. So, so, so. First things first. It's it's good that that Shea's eligible. Um, you know, the the thing. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts. I, I'm somewhat disappointed that, or or puzzled, or baffled that heading into Jim Harbaugh's fourth season, once again, we're we're dependent on a transfer quarterback to uh, to lead us to lead the team. Um, and and you know, nothing against Shea. Um, everyone's quite excited, as they should be. But heading into, you know, if you told me when Jim Harbaugh came in that he would not have developed a quarterback organically from, uh, from his signees um, or, on, or somebody who was on the team, I mean, if, if, if we're still holding out for a transfer, um, I'd be shocked. I think it's also kind of weird that, that Wilton left with eligibility. So it just seems this is not what I'd expect, and you know the, the die is cast. Um, it appears to be everything we're hearing is that apparently it's Shay's uh, job to lose at this point. Um, so uh, it's just it, I'm still surprised that that we're that we seem to be hanging our hats on a transfer quarterback at this point.
1: It's a big surprise to me. I thought he was a quarterback whisperer, and that just hasn't been the case. Apparently, uh, to me, it seems like the offense, at least last year, especially last year over the first two, that uh, they just didn't understand what they were supposed to do, and they didn't do it by instinct. The defense has been significantly better all these years, and I'm grateful for that great defense. But uh, the offenses have just not been up to Big Ten par. They've been lousy uh, when you look at them in comparison with what's happened in the Big Ten and in the country. Nine touchdown passes? I think it was, if I can recall correctly, and that's just not enough. It's been too complicated for them, and now I guess maybe... They'll go to run pass option a little more, and this guy has escapability, great escapability. But you and I have not seen this with our own eyes. We have only know what we've read about because uh, you just don't get a chance. We haven't had a chance to watch practices, and there was no spring game. I really missed that spring game more than I thought I would.
0: Yeah, the weird thing for me is, you know, with with no spring game and no access to practice, and I'm assuming that the reporters who've uh, gone on the the Paris slash Normandy trip are going to get to see practice. Um, but you and I are, are still here in Michigan while while the team is traveling. Well, they're there. That's um, right. Yeah, but you know, that's not that's not going to do us any good. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean. Again, when you look at where we are, uh, you know, year four of, of the Harbaugh era, uh, I don't think anybody, I I don't think anyone is happy with where we're are, where we're at right now, and I don't think anyone would have predicted at this point that um, that the team would still be uh, struggling for an offensive identity, and, and I think that's that's being kind. Um, you know, it was interesting going back and watching the uh, the Amazon uh, series. It really reminded me of, of how sporadic the offense was last season. Um, and, and, again, it's it's, it's difficult. It's a difficult reminder, you know, the thing to be reminded of. Um, now, with that said, you know, you went through three quarterbacks. And any team, I think, that goes through, you know, the, the injuries that Michigan had um, is going to have a tough day. Um, I think the big thing is that, you know, when you look at last year, I don't remember. I mean, Wilton might have been the best quarterback, but it's not like he was lighting the world on fire. So (laughs) I'm not – I mean, hopefully Michigan wins another couple games last year if Wilton is is healthy the whole time. Um, But, again, um, he didn't seem all that sad. He seemed to be perfectly content to get out of town and and move on, And, and now we're moving on to a new era of quarterbacks. And what we do know is that Harbaugh is responsible, and um, he has shuffled his staff. And we're gonna see, we're gonna see what we're gonna see. Um, like you said, all the rumors we hear out of practice are are, are, are rumors at this point. Um, and maybe I'm being, I'm, I'm becoming a little cynical or a little jaded, but it seems like every spring, um, going all the way back to when when Rich Rodriguez was here. Uh, and Brady Hoke was here every spring. There is there is phenomenal news, and um, you know it, it really didn't always uh, you know the season. We didn't always see it during the season. So I think you know I'm really looking forward to seeing it you know on the field at Notre Dame um, and in every game next season.
1: And Notre Dame, uh, you know they they. Uh... Their offense ought to struggle some against our defense so it ought to be a prime situation to go down there and display themselves in, in a very hostile environment in a good way. So if they win it, it'll be a good win. If they lose it, it will get the season off to a lousy start. But you know, they play for big stakes all the time and and at the first of the year, uh, they they had a lot of time to get ready. They had, they had a lot of time to get ready for that bowl game, too, and that was a total disappointment to me, Peter's performance in the bowl game. Uh, Harbaugh, the, the quarterback whisper, whisperer, didn't have them ready. They didn't seem as enthused as they should be. And they were ahead late and then got hopped uh, in that game, so the bowl game was real disappointment, and uh, it's, they they've got to go up from there quite a bit. Jim Harbaugh is a good coach, and he's probably going to be at some time the best coach Michigan has had in many in many many seasons. But he's got to do it this year. It's got to show up this year. The on-field management has to be there this year the good quarterback play has to be there this year. The line can't be letting all those sacks and getting quarterbacks hurt all the time. And, and he's got to change, I think, his system a little bit to to uh, be modernized. And nobody else is run. Nobody else in the Big Ten runs the system he does, and their scoring uh, in the Big Ten is not good. So. There's lots to be done. I think he's capable of doing it. I don't want to ever see him fired or I don't want to ever see him fail. But the time has come. The time is now. It's got to be done now, this season.
0: Well, and again, that comes back to, um, you know, what our expectations are. So it's interesting that, um, you know, you have Charles Woodson being the honorary Uh, speaker at at U of M graduation and you know he guaranteed a win over Ohio State boy I'd really like to see that Um, you know I I hope he's right so and and again you know we mentioned the team is in Paris and and they went and visited Normandy and listen I think these these trips are great they're educational but it's really about you know I was talking to somebody I, I was traveling and I was down in SEC land I was talking to a fan who was a a big Georgia Bulldogs fan. And he was asking me why. um, He he was a little surprised. He's like, why do you guys care if your players get in trouble off the field? Why do you care if they go on to good careers? He's like, listen, all we care about is they win. If they win, we can put up with a lot. And I was trying to explain to him that, that up here, you know, we expect to win, and we have a very high expectation for our players, um, you know, how they act in the community. For one thing, I live here, so, you know, if, if players are getting in trouble, you know, it, it reflects poorly on, on the community here. Uh, and we really do care about winning the right way. And Absolutely. But, but what was interesting, and it, and it dawned on me when I was talking to him, is that's not optional here, okay? We, it's listen. It's great that the players are going on this educational trip, and it's great that they're doing well. And it was great that um, you know you had the thing where the, the uh, Michigan's running back skipped the trip to graduate because he was one of the first people in his in his um, in his family to graduate.
1: But Higdon, uh, right?
0: yeah, Higdon, who who again had a great year last year. But that's great. But we expect that. That's a given. And it's not that we don't appreciate it, but here it's a given. And I think that the thing that we're, that I'm struggling with with Harbaugh is, so we're heading into the fourth season, and listen, the players are great, and, they're, and they're, they represent the university well, and, and, um, and Harbaugh represents the university well, and, and great, that's awesome. But the other thing we need to see is we need to see the success on the field too. It's, it all
1: it's he's, not, he's not been a screaming uh, success and field on field management. it appears to me. there are some that have said that the video that uh, was out on them recently. Uh, showed that his on-field management was sometimes questionable. Questionable. I just personally didn't see that, but I've heard it said. And I wanted to ask you what you thought of that.
0: Well, Andy, I think we have seen that. I mean, we have seen that. You know, there's times we've questioned. And, you know, I was thinking about um, you know, well, the Michigan State game, okay? You know, here you have the Michigan State game where, um, you, you know, I would say it was it was pretty obvious to everybody that you were going to have a low-scoring game, right? Well, right. you have a huge weather system coming in. I mean, everybody from the networks to the to the um, media outlets were all tracking this huge storm coming in, and you really had a, a sense of, you know, we need to get ahead before that because once the storm hits, it's going to be it's going to be a struggle. And you ask, you ask a coach, how do you modify your game plan to take into account the weather? And, and he says, you don't. And what we saw, and again, watching that special again is, you know, it's, it's raining like a monsoon. You know, you were there. I was there. And you still have O'Corn trying to fling the ball all over the place. And, yeah, that's on O'Korn, but also it's on the play call. You, you have to be realistic with, what's, with the conditions. And, and again, for me, that's the biggest on-the-field thing that, that I saw last year, is that it really didn't seem like there was any um, urgency to to you know it's kind of like well it's going to rain we're just going to keep playing and do whatever we normally do. Well, those conditions were were extreme. They were they were not to joke not to mess around with. So. You look at that, and then you know. Again, you know, I I, be, I keep beating the drum on. I'm still baffled and disappointed at, at the decision not to go for the win at Ohio State. You know, the season before last. So yes. So yeah, you know, and, and you know, Andy, you and I have talked about that. Um, we've we have spied on the sideline that um, last season, Michigan actually had a, a had consulted with a company that. Uh, Gives you a book of recommendations on what to do in certain, you know, certain times, and every team has that. But you just wonder: Well, are you looking at it? Are you not looking at it? When do you, when do you not? You know. And we, we asked, you know, we asked uh, about it, and you know, there was no comment. You know, uh, nobody in the program wanted to talk to us about it, which, which I understand. But again, we look at this, and, and you just wonder. I mean, it, it goes back to. You know whether he's a good game manager or not, you know what you want to see are the wins and you know in, in some ways it's it's uh it's almost a childish metric but really listen we're not seeing the wins there we're not seeing the success on the field and thank gosh that we have we've had a great defense the last two years. imagine where we be imagine where we'd be a
1: Fortunately, you still have that this year apparently uh, they didn't lose very much from that wonderful defense of last year and the whole team this is offense offense and defense has a lot more experience they were one of the younger teams around you got to you got to lay that out there but it really was an excuse for all of that happened during the season it wasn't a good season for them Uh but still, it wasn't nine and three like Michigan State's season was the year before last. So we'll see where they go. I'm getting anxious to see that to see those guys play. They're a good group of kids again. They're good to listen to. They seem to know what they're doing, and we'll see if the offensive offense can get off of this backside and get something done this year. Because it's, it's time. They need to show up.
0: Well, and speaking of how great the defense is, and a little bit of a surprise, I'd say, at least I was surprised, that Moe Hurst uh, slid all the way to the fifth round going to the Oakland Raiders. And, you know, uh, I know that there was the, the question of, of his health that kept him, you know, prevented him from initially participating in the you know, in in the draft evaluations, you know our yeah, well, I our, think... our understanding is he was cleared. Um, I I still I I really expected him to go, you know, second or third round, um, and and you know to slide all the way to the fifth. I mean, you lost a good chunk of money there. You know, going dealing there. Um, <coughs> so I, I'm I'm it's going to be something to definitely watch. Um, you know, I'm surprised. I think, what
1: do you think, Andy? I think he's going to be an outstanding success. He can chase the passer and catch him as good as anybody. He's a little bit under undersized, but he's very, very talented. And that is the kind of thing that you're seeing in the NFL now today, is that there's a little shift away from 340 pounds to a lighter guy that is fast and mobile and can read. And get that quarterback on the ground and drop that passer, or at least hurry to pass. And I, I think Moe's going. I think he's going to do a great job. And I'm sorry to see him slide like he did because it's money out of Moe's pocket. This hurt him financially uh, right away. But I think he'll get there. I think no matter where he goes, if they have the right system, the system that he's going to fit, and that means a lot in pro ball. If you go to the wrong the wrong kind of system it's hard to show up but I think Mo has a good future in football and I don't I think his uh, health thing is a red herring. I'm sorry it came up when it did
0: yeah I'm just genuinely surprised having seen him be completely dominant at times Um, yes and again you, you know you don't know exactly what happened there it's definitely going to be something that I think we track. And uh, again, you know, he seemed to work really hard here. I, I'm not even going to try to to imagine, uh, you know, why teams would have would have let him slide so far. But it will be interesting, you know. If, if the the good thing, you know, there's kind of a good news bad news situation. Um, you know, he's going to come relatively cheap for any team, um, and hopefully. Uh, you know, coming in at that slot, that he will, you know, just just be a huge value for the Raiders. And again, if he has a if he has a great couple of seasons, you know, you know he's going to get his money, uh, you know, down the line. But like you said, you'd you'd, you'd really want that guaranteed money uh, that comes with being a higher higher draft pick. You don't know what's going to happen if you get injured or or, or worse. So. Hopefully everything will will work out for him he you know he seems like a good guy and uh i you know I can only imagine what it was like for him as uh as he slid and, and it it became kind of the big story of the second day of the draft of where he was going to go and, and what he was going to do um, so you, you hate to that's not the kind of attention you want to see for any of your for anybody um but it is what it is, and now he'll have to make the best of it. So uh,
1: he was one—he was one, one of the players I like to listen to over the year in interviews. He always had his head on straight. He knew what he was talking about. He was obviously telling you the truth, looked you in the eye. Uh, Mohurst is a good man, and uh, I wish him all the luck in the world. And I think he'll help make some of his own luck. I think he'll do okay if he doesn't get hurt.
0: So the team, as we mentioned before, the team is in Paris. So what do you think about uh, Harbaugh's field trip with the team?
1: Well, until something goes wrong, I'm not going to knock him. I think it is a good chance for those guys to do stuff, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So how many of those guys would ever get to the continent of Europe? Uh, without that, it's a nice way to take a spring break and I like one thing this year. I don't like them playing games over there or doing their practices there because I don't know if they concentrate as well. I think it's a, it's, it's an okay thing and as long as they're getting legitimate, getting it legitimately paid for by a sponsor and that's okay with the NCAA. It's a wonderful experience for the kids, so you gotta say that's okay. If something goes wrong sometime, then there will be a boatload of stuff dropped on Harbaugh's head about it. If somebody gets hurt over there, gets in trouble or in jail or whatever, but I think they're watching them enough, so that's not gonna happen. And overall, I'm not upset about it. I think if I was a youngster, looking in at a football team, I might consider the fact that they do this thing for free and you get to travel like that. At the very least, having been to Paris would impress your girlfriend. (laughs) Those kids are going to like that.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy.